guys, welcome back to the Switch Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. Jake, what's up, man? We're back for another episode. We are back. Today we're going to be doing a redraft from our last NFL draft. We're yeah, it's draft season, so. Draft season. We got Cincinnati Bengals. Jake, you'll go first. Yeah, so just kind of emphasize that, you know, with draft season coming up, we just did our mock draft 1.0. We wanted to we wanted to do another draft type podcast, and we thought this was a good idea, you know, kind of reviewing all the picks and kind of saying who, like, if the, they did a redraft, what would happen. So for the first pick, I'm going to stick with Joe Burrow. Um, we know he got hurt. He was looking good before he got hurt. And, you know, that injury really put him back. But, you know, he was playing really well, and I think he had a chance to win rookie of the year, but it looked like it was going to go to Herbert at that time still. But, you know, I think Burrow's going to have a better career than Herbert. Not saying Herbert is going to be a really good player, but I think Burrow, they would still go with Burrow if they did a redraft. So I'm going to agree with you. I think Burrow was the best quarterback in our prior draft. I think he has played the best until he got injured. Herbert was great, but Burrow had 2,000 around 700 yards before he got injured, 13 touchdowns. He kept playing the other half of the season. He would have had a rookie of the year season, and he only threw five picks in those games. So I think he was number one quarterback until he got injured, and I like keeping him there. Yeah, so the next next team at the time, they were called the Redskins, but now we call them the Washington football team. Jake, I'm going to stick with Chase Young. You know, I think it's a pretty obvious pick here. He was the defensive rookie of the year, and he – he was really well. He went. He, he got selected to the Pro Bowl roster. He played. He played really, really well, and he definitely played the way we expected him to go. So I think there's no way anyone else would go here. You know, maybe Herbert, but I I think they would stick defense. So I'm definitely gonna agree. You seven and a half sacks, Pro Bowl, just as you said. No picks with the D lineman guy was number one defensive guy we've ever seen in the since like Davion Clowney. I think no one expected him to be as good as he was. We thought a lot of people thought he was going to be a bust because he was just too good, and he just kept playing great in the NFL. He was so good for football team. They had a top D line and great pick for them. I'm gonna keep him there. Let's go to the now. Let's go to the Detroit Lions. Jake Gildo. Yeah. So we know they went with Jeff Okuda, who didn't really turn out to be as great as they thought. And I think now their biggest need would be receiver. You know, with Jones and Galladay leaving, I'm gonna go Justin Jefferson. You know, Justin Jefferson, you know, he was berserk. He broke the record for most yards for rookie receiver record Super Bowl era. You know, he was by far the best receiver. It's not even close. And I think, you know, it would make sense if the Lions would take him here, you know, you know, to add to that. It's a pretty young team now. They brought in some veterans, but it's still a pretty young team in general. And I think the Jefferson would make sense to replace, you know, Akuda here. Oh, I like your pick. I'm going to do something different. I'm doing my redraft if I'm the GM from our year last year before when the draft is happening. So if Burrow and Young are gone and you've met Stafford at quarterback in OK receiving core, we know they leave next year. I'm going to take Justin Herbert. I think that he was the second best quarterback. They needed a quarterback. Stafford is, I think he's a great, he's a great quarterback. He's just overpaid. He's old. Take Herbert, who threw for 4,336 yards, 31 touchdowns, 10 picks. 98.3 complete rate passer rating one rookie of the year i think he was the majority best quarterback since burrow got injured i don't think he's better than burrow but herbert's a great quarterback and i think if i was in this place last year i would have taken herbert i think you could definitely make an argument for either one you know saying now if it was there it would kind of be weird to have both of them and i think 
it would kind of be a mess there. It kind of it, he wouldn't have gone to the Rams. Something else would happen. But moving on, number four, our New York Giants, our favorite football team, who went with Andrew Thomas, who at the time was a bit of a surprise. We thought maybe Tristan Works, maybe Mackay Beckton, maybe even Jedrick Wills. But I'm gonna go with the best offensive lineman out of this draft, Tristan Works. He was really good for the Buccaneers. He was a big reason they were able to, you know, win the Super Bowl. And that's a really good O line. And one of the guys in that O line is Swish Podcast interviewer Alex Kappa. So they had a really good O line last season, and that was a big factor there. And if he got to the Giants, the Giants, you know, that O line could have been much better if they had Tristan Wirfs on it. And I think it would be a logical pick for the Giants to make here. So I totally agree with you. I'm taking Tristan Wirfs. I'm an enthusiast. He allowed one sack in 16 games. Andrew wow. Thomas, I think, was at least seven. I think he got pancaked every game. Total bust, in my opinion. He he will improve over, because that's how offensive linemen, they improve over the years. There's many offensive linemen that sucked the rookie years and got better. And Tristan Wirtz was just phenomenal as rookie season. Definitely the best offensive lineman in this draft class. I would take, if I was in giant spot, I wanted Wirtz. We didn't get him. Bad pick. We got Thomas. He sucked. So I would have gone Wirtz. Let's move on to our next spot. We have the Miami Dolphins, Jake Gilgo. Yeah, so, you know, in real life, they obviously went with Tua. Well, you know, first few games, Tua was good. He kind of had a bad end of the year, which kind of, you know, kind of ruined kind of, you know, what people stopped on him for his rookie year. Where uh, I'm going to go with the offensive rookie of the year, Justin Herbert. You know, I think the Dolphins would have made the playoffs if they had Herbert. You know, he was just so good. Jake named new stats over 4,000 yards, most touchdowns. He was just amazing as a rookie, one of the best rookie QBs we've seen. And I just think the Dolphins would be really good. You know, they added Will Fuller today, but, like, they still had really good weapons last year, too. So, for me, I'm going to do similar to what you did. I'm taking a receiver. You said they had Fuller today, steroid user. He was great the last season. I'm going to take the number one receiver that we've seen in probably the past maybe three years, Justin Jefferson. He is just a 6'1", 202-pound receiver that came from LSU. He's he, we thought he wouldn't be as good as he was. He was phenomenal. He fell in the draft. But I'm taking him seven touchdowns, which is okay. But 1,400 yards as a receiver, that was top-notch. He was just a great receiver on the Vikings. I think that if I was in Dolphins' place, if I didn't get Tua, I would have taken Justin Jefferson because he's just so good. So let's move on to the Chargers, Jake Gildo. Yeah, so this one was actually tough for me because, you know, they, they needed to go QB, and I'm going to have to stick with Tua. Um, I'm not a big fan of Tua. I know Jake, you're, you're an Alabama guy, so you definitely love Tua. But I just, I wasn't really impressed with him. I just, not, I don't know what's going to happen looking forward, man. I, I just don't see him developing into a star, in my opinion. I'm taking Tua as well. I don't see him developing into a star. But hear me out. In college, he was so good. So he has to develop what, sooner or later. He, his only problem is that he gets injured. This past season, he didn't play the whole season. But he did throw for 11 touchdowns, five, only five picks, 87 pass rate. These are all great stats. He didn't turn out to be their starting quarterback. They put Fitzpatrick in it for most of the year. I think if Tua didn't have injury problems and just stayed healthy and they started him, he would have had a solid rookie season. I think I would take Tua at the Chargers spot if Herbert wasn't there. And I see him developing just not as good as we think he'll be. Okay, so let's go to the, the Carolina Panthers. And they went with Derek Brown in real life. And I'm going to stick with him. Um, you know, coming out of college, he was really good at Auburn. And 
this year, you know, in, in the NFL, he wasn't the worst. He wasn't the best. He had two sacks, 21 tackles. But I just see him developing. I think it was a, he didn't start all games. I just think maybe just give him a couple more years and he could become a really good player. He did have forward class deflections, which was really good. And I'm going to stick with Derek Brown here, which might be a little surprising, but I have faith in him. I'm also going to stick with Derek Brown. He had a good rookie season. He had two sacks. Isn't great for a DT, but it wasn't his sacks that he was good. He brought pressure, and then they would bring Kawan Short with him and their other D-line, and they would bring pressure. The Panthers sucked because their defense wasn't great, but he had a good rookie season. I think I would stick with him because he was just a very good NFL DT rookie, probably number two after Chase Young. I would stick with him. So I'm going to go on the same route again with what I did last pick with the Cardinals. I'm going to stick with Isaiah Simmons. I love the dude. He could do everything. He could, you know, he had two sacks. He had an interception. He had a, f- a forced fumble. He had a fumble recovery. He had 54 total tackles. And he had two pass deflections. So looking at it, he could do basically everything. He's a linebacker, but he could definitely play secondary position too. And I, I, I really think he could be a really good guy to have on a team, especially with the Cardinals now. With them signing J.J. Watt, bringing him some good players, with them trying to make a you know potential Super Bowl run, it's really important to have guys like him on defense, and I'm definitely going to stick with Isaiah Simmons. Well, I'm going to go something different, different route. I'm going to take C.D. Lamb, who came from Oklahoma. He was another top receiver, number two in this class, I would say. He left for the Cowboys as number three receiver. I'm going to make this clear. Five touchdowns, and he was just very, very good. He had, for his third receiver, five touchdowns, that's third. Very, very good season. He had 935 yards. That's like a receiver one type of yards, receiver two. He was number three. And the Cardinals need receivers. I don't think, I don't like the combo of Larry Fitz, who's going to retire soon. D-Hop, I love. And then it's the Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella. Not a total fan of that. So I'm going to go C.D. Lamb, who is going to be a great receiver in the future. Wait, Jake, are you forgetting they signed A.J. Green yesterday? Well, yeah, that's now. I he, he Also, I don't love A.J. Green. I'm saying back then. When you don't have them, you know, all you have is Isabella and Christian Kirk. I would have gone to Lamb. Okay, so we're now at the Jaguars. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go secondary here. I'm gonna go Trayvon Diggs. He had a he had a good year for the Cowboys. I I'm a Giants fan. I don't like him, but he he really balled out. He had three interceptions, fourteen pass deflections. He had a sack too. He he was he was playing really well in only twelve games. So if he played sixteen, I definitely could see him. You know, getting almost four interceptions and maybe almost like sixteen something pass deflections. So, I think he was a a good good steal for the Cowboys. They got him in the second round. You know, still a pretty high pick, but he he was a under the radar guy. I feel like he's not getting a lot of recognition from what he did. Okay, so I'm gonna go different round. Go who you picked the pick before this. I'm gonna go Isaiah Simmons. I think he's also an abnormally talented, very athletic player. He does everything, as Jake said. I still think he lived up to the potential as he did for the Cardinals. I still think they used him as well as they could have because they had great safeties in Buddha Baker and Drake or Patrick. They didn't play him as much as they should have. But I think if he was on a different team and he could start every single game and play as much as he could, he could live up to that potential and be a star safety and play every position on defense, linebacker, safety. He played defensive back. He does it all. I think he would be great for, if he was on the Jags in his position. So we're going to be going to the Cleveland Browns now. And a reason they were able to go as far as they did was their O-line. They a, their O-line performed pretty well this year. And they and realized they drafted Jedrick Wills. 
But I'm going to go in the same route, but I'm going to go Makai Becton. I think you could go, I think they're interchangeable in my opinion. You know, you could go, you could go Becton or Wills, but I'm going to go Makai Becton. You know, he, he was pretty good, you know. He was getting a lot of recognition in his Pro Bowl votes, but I don't know. I don't think those mean anything. But the Jets were really bad, but he was like all, maybe the only or one of the only positives that came out of the Jets season. So I, I haven't gone to the Browns in my redraft. Or the why? I think Makai Becton is a top of line guy. Him and Wills, I think they're the same type player. I'm gonna go Becton just because he has the the weight. He's stronger and he can push guys harder. He left three sacks. Which isn't that bad. It isn't great though. You should only you should really want one or two if you're a good rookie offensive lineman. He up three. Isn't as good as you would like it to be. But it's also because the Jets didn't have a good alliance around him, so he had a lot of pressure coming every single time and he had to protect Sam Darnold, who wasn't that good. So I think Makai back on a different team would be a lot better and I I like him. Okay, so let's go to the team that drafted Makai Becton in the New York Jets, who were horrible. They were horrible, as Jake just mentioned. I'm gonna go Jedrick Wolves. You know, I'm gonna stay on that offensive, offensive lineman category. And I think you know he also had a good year. You know, he wasn't anything special. Neither was Becton, but they were both good. They weren't great. They weren't great, but they were good. And I think that you know they're interchangeable. So I'm just gonna go Wolves here. So I'm gonna go different route. I'm gonna go my favorite defensive position player in this draft, Jeremy Chin. I like Jeremy Chan. The only reason I'm not going O-line because they just need help on defense. They have probably the worst defense in the NFL. They need a replacement for Jamal Adams. They found a good safety, but he's strong safety in Marcus May. You need a free safety. I like Chin because right now they have literally no free safety that's talented enough. Corners are like Lamar Jackson and Ashton Davis. They have no one there as well. They need help. I'm going to go Jeremy Chin just because they need defensive backs. Chin was the best safety in this draft easily. I think he was better than Isaiah Simmons. Because Simmons is a strong safety, so he has more tackles and can do it all. But I'm going to go Jerry Chin. So we're going to go to the Raiders, who in real life made a little bit of a surprise. They got Henry Ruggs, who is really fast, but not as good of a you know, you know, stack guy. You know, he doesn't catch the ball so much. You know, he could beat you. You know, he had that Hail Mary to win. But, you know, he's not going to put up consistent numbers. That's why I'm going to stick with Shaver. I'm going to go C.D. Lamb. First few games, the guy looked like he was the best. I think he looked like he was better than Jefferson the first few weeks, but, you know, as the year went on, it was clear it was Jefferson. But Lamb was really good. He was definitely the second-best receiver coming out of the draft, so I think he would fit the Raiders' team. So I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to go Jedrick Wills. um, I'm taking Wills because – he was the third best alignment in this draft. I think I, I only took him after Beckton because he gave up one more sack. He had four sacks versus Beckton's three. And Beckton was on the worst team, so that makes it even better. I think Wills was just a mediocre offensive lineman. Better than Thomas, though. He just wasn't great. He's better than Isaiah Wilson, who God knows what's wrong with that guy. That guy just didn't play. I think Jedrick Wills will be a good offensive lineman in the future. I still think he lived up to the standard that we would have liked him to, to be because he was very, very good at Bama. I don't think he was that great for the Browns. He was okay, I think. So we're going to go with the, the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Bucks. And like I had remarked earlier, they their O-line was the reason they went far. I'm going to say it. Their O-line is the reason they went far. And I'm going to stick O-line with our Giants guy, Andrew Thomas. He looked... I'm going to say very bad first few weeks. 
But as the year went on, he, he I think he only, so for a few weeks, I think he let up like four, halfway through, he let up four sacks, but the, the rest of the year, he only let up one, so five in total, I think it was. So he, he, he definitely improved, and I think he has a solid future with the Giants, but maybe with the Bucks, maybe better, because they probably have better player development there. So I'm, a ch- I'm going Andrew Thomas as well. I'll just like comment on what Jake said. He has six in the game the year, but two at the end. So he had eight sacks he gave up for Giants in total. Pretty horrendous. But first half, it was only because of the first half. Awful first half. Second half, he improved. He was an okay offense lineman. I liked him. First couple of weeks, he got pancaked every game now. And then as, as the league went on, the Giants got better and almost made the playoffs. He was an okay left tackle. I think he would be good in the Buccaneers as well, because that was the reason why they went far. I like Andrew Thomas here. Yeah, so we're going to move on to the San Francisco 49ers. We're coming off a little bit of a down year after going to the Super Bowl and missing the playoffs. So they went with Javon Kinlaw in real life. And for the benefit of the doubt, I'm going to keep Javon Kinlaw here. You know, he wasn't that impressive. He only had one and a half sacks and one interception. But, you know, there's definitely potential there. He was hurt for a couple games, so he didn't play the full season. He had four plastic deflections and 33 total tackles. So... There's definitely some potential there. So I'm going to stick with him here. But, you know, if we do this again next year, if we're still doing this, I don't know if he's going to be here if we do this again. Well, I'm going to go with another underrated guy I got drafted later by Chicago Bears, Jalen Johnson. I think he's very underrated. He's a very good cornerback. He didn't have any interception I don't think but he had got a good amount of pass deflections he hit some guys got tackles he was just an all-around underrated corner I would say and I would take him I think that he was just an overall good cornerback a little underrated overlooked no one really looked at him at all really underlooked I mean and I think he's slightly better than Trayvon Diggs in my opinion I like it I like it we're gonna go with the Broncos we're gonna go to the Broncos now they went with Jerry Judy. They needed receivers desperately. You know, especially now, looking back, they definitely needed. Sutton was out for the year. He only played one game. So I'm going to stick with Jerry Judy. You know, he he definitely had the potential to be the best receiver in this draft. And he was definitely the best receiver in this draft going into it. But, you know, it was definitely Jefferson and Lamb were over him. But I'm not saying that. I'm saying he could definitely be better than Lamb overall in his career. You know, Judy caught 856 yards, three touchdowns, 16 and a half yards per catch. And then he did have the longest catch of the year at 92 yards, which is really impressive. But, you know, I still need to see a little more out of him. But I definitely still like what he could do in the future, and I'm not giving up on him yet. Neither am I. That's why I agree with you. I'm going Jerry Judy. You to the stats, I'm not going to restate him. But he played very well, I think. he would. I think he's going to be better in CD in the future. Not Justin Jefferson. I think that guy could be an all-time great. I like Judy. There is still like he had a 92-yard Hail Mary pass, which he has mossed the crap out of that guy. <laughs> and I think Jerry Judy can be a top receiver going in the future. It's just the Broncos. I don't like the Broncos this past year. They weren't that good. But I'm going to take, take Judy again with the Broncos because they need receivers. Tim Patrick, Sutton. Sutton got injured. Patrick was good. They need help, and I like Jerry Judy here. So Jake remarked earlier he had Jalen Johnson going, and I'm going to go with him here now for the Falcons. And Jalen Johnson was a very under-the-radar guy. He went he went second round, so he wasn't that highly ranked. He was definitely still like a guy who definitely had a good potential, but 
no, he played really well. He had he had 15 pass deflections. He didn't have any interception, but he brought up, he he guarded the guys really well. He locked them up, and um, I I like I like Jalen Johnson. I'm I'm not saying he's gonna be a Pro Bowler. I'm saying he's gonna be a solid player for the Bears in the future as a one of the good guys in that defense. So I'm gonna go with someone that you said earlier by the Niners. They drafted him, John Kinlaw. I think that he only wasn't that good because he's thinking to play because of his injury. He had a pick six, which is a little weird for DT. He had one and a half sacks. Isn't great, but he also didn't play that many games. Coming out of South Carolina, underlooked. No one really saw him. No one thought he'd be great. And I think he made people just not think that anymore. He played very well, and then he's got injured. So I think that's why I'm putting him lower because now he's injury prone again. But I think he's a good player. So the next team is the Dallas Cowboys, one of our least favorite teams. They, they're going to go secondary here. I'm going to say the guy who went third overall, Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda was disappointing for multiple reasons. First, he couldn't stay healthy. He missed almost half the year. Second, he didn't put up the best numbers when he played. He did have an interception. Two, only two pass deflections, nine games, which isn't really like him in college. He was unbelievable. So... It was a very disappointing year for him, but the injuries, I think, kind of set him back. And if he could stay healthy, he could definitely be very effective for the Lions. I know they're not going to be good ever. They'll never be good again, but um, I'm going to go Jeff Fukuda. I mean, I'm going to go secondary cow- just like you. I'm going to go Trayvon Diggs. This is who they picked. I like Trayvon Diggs because he came from Alabama. He's got the Diggs blood in him with Stefan Diggs. He's a good corner. I think he was top three in top – Four, top three in his draft class. He just played pretty solid. Three interceptions, good amount of pass deflections. He can even rack more up next year, maybe six picks. I think he could become a top two corner on the team now that I think Jordan Lewis, I don't think they kept. I like Trayvon Diggs for the Cowboys once again, drafting him, and he's pretty good. So the next team, Miami Dolphins, they have three first round picks. This is their second. And I'm going to go with a guy I think Jake said, I'm going to say like a like five or six picks ago, and Jeremy Chin. Um, he was really impressive for the the Panthers. He had an interception, five pass deflections, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries. He had two touchdowns from those two recoveries, which led the, which is tied for a league, league lead, and 117 combined tackles, which is good. Really nice rookie year for Jeremy Chin, and I think if he were to get drafted by the Dolphins, they, they would be good for the future, adding to that defense. So I'm gonna go a different route. I think we've been doing this. We've gone to different routes. So I'm gonna go CJ Henderson. He was another top corner. I think he's still more digs. He was bigger, faster. He was a good corner. I think that he only had one pick and six pass deflections. It's not ideal because he was on the Jags though. And I think he will improve as he gets older. And I think he's gonna be a good corner in the future. So now with the Raiders, I'm gonna go with the same guy you just said, but you know, just pick later, CJ Henderson. He missed eight games. He met, he played eight games and he missed the other eight, which no is not good for a rookie. But he wasn't the worst when he played. He was good. You know, with him going in the top ten, you know, he had high expectations. He didn't really live up to them in his first year, but that's not saying he can't live up to them this year, next year. He had an interception, six pass deflections. He had a forced fumble, 36 combined tackles. So I think maybe it would fit the Raiders a little bit with them. 
with them having two first-round picks, you know, they obviously went Damon Arnett, who didn't really work out, but, you know, they get a good receiver, and they get a good cornerback. So, for me, I'm going to go Jeff Okuda. You said, I think, two picks ago. He was disappointing. He's For me, I think we're already at, like, our 20, May 21 pick, I think, with the Raiders right here. They went Arnett. I'm going a D being Okuda, who was phenomenal in college and absolutely atrocious in the NFL for the reasons that he got injured every other game. He just couldn't stay healthy. He only had one pick and two pass deflections. Didn't really do much when he played. He was overrated, I think. He's not going to be as good as we think he will be, I think. If he stays healthy, yeah, he'll be an okay corner, maybe one or two Pro Bowls, but he's not going to be an all-time great. So we're going to go to the Jags now, and I'm actually going to go with the guy they drafted, but not with this pick. I'm going to go Caleb on Jason. He wasn't anything great, but he definitely was a good guy to have on the team. You know, with them, they they were the worst team in the NFL. 1-15, they have the first pick. They're going to be good. They've got some weapons. they got some de- good defenders. Griffin, one of them. So, you know, them drafting Jason again just in the first now could be solid for them. He had a sack. He only had one pass deflection to 19 combined tackles, but he 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 was he had nine QB hits, which is very impressive. That's kind of what kind of made me choose him here. But I, I'm not saying he's not a great player, but I'm saying he's a decent player. I'm going to go another different route as Jake went. I'm going receiver T. Higgins. I like Clayvon, Caleb Von Jason. I didn't think he was just anything special. That's why I'm going T. Higgins. I think that he can be something special. He's a very fast receiver, ran one of the fastest 40 yard dashes in 4.53. He was just very, very good. Six touchdowns. He played a lot because A.J. Green wasn't that good. I don't really see why whoever, I forget who signed him, signed him. I don't see him being that Carter's good. Good. He's a little overrated. But T. Higgins had six touchdowns, 908 yards. That's top tier numbers. He was a top receiver in this draft. Have him going later because not not a lot of these teams needed receivers in this draft. But I like T. Higgins. So we're at the Eagles now, and they made a big mistake taking Jalen Rieger over Justin Jefferson. But I'm going to go with the guy you just said in T. Higgins. He had 908 yards, six touchdowns, 13.6 yards per catch. He he was pretty good, you know. He He definitely played well and I definitely think I was expecting a good rookie year out of him and you know they have a good future the Bengals um you know you have Burrow um then you could potentially draft another receiver in the draft here you could get Smith Chase or even Liddell and they have a good future if they could get good weapons for Joe Burrow they could get they could be really good and there's been a lot of rumors Kenny Galladay maybe but I don't see that happening I see there's a Giants or the Bears for him so I'm going to go with a guy that no one really talked about even in his NFL season. Definitely no one talked about him. He's at Tulane. I'm not going to Darnell Moonshot Mooney. That's what I'm going to call him. He was good. He was a third receiver on a bad Bears team with an awful Trubisky at quarterback. He still caught four touchdowns, though. He played pretty well for a number three receiver. No one's, I, think, I don't really think he got scouted by many teams besides the Bears when he got drafted from out Tulane. No one really knew who he was. We all thought he was going to be a bust. He turned some heads around. He was pretty good. I think I like him a lot going forward. And if the Eagles took a better receiver, then I, I don't know why they took Jalen Rager. He was pretty awful. And I like Darnell Mooney. So with the Vikings now, I'm going to go Darnell Mooney. It's keep like I go the guy after him. So, you know, Jake gave you a great description. He had 631 yards, four touchdowns, 
10.3 yards per catch. Um, like just Jake just mentioned, he was a very under-the-radar guy. Not a lot of people scouted him, I bet. Other teams than the Bears scouted him, but, like, you know, he was a fifth-round guy. Like, who thinks a fifth-round guy could be a pretty good receiver in the NFL? It doesn't happen a lot. Those guys usually out of the league in a couple years. So Darnell Mooney definitely um, surprised some people, and I see him having a decent future, you know, the Bears have a weird situation right now. You know, Allen Robinson wants out. So, if he does get traded, Mooney's going to get a bigger role next year. So, I'm going to go with someone that you said earlier. He got drafted by the Jags. You had him back to the Jags. I'm going to go a little later. I think we're now, like, four picks after. I'm on Caleb on chase on for the Vikings right now. He was another guy underlooked. Came out of LSU. No one talked about him. I don't think it was the, I don't think the LSU defense was that good that year because they, they were coming out of uh, – champion winning season from a good offense not a great defense he only had one sack 12 so tackles nothing special but he was an underrated defensive tackle i think he was number three number four in his class i think he's not going to be anything special in my book but he's a solid player so now we're at the los angeles chargers and the los angeles chargers i'm going to give them some help on defense i'm going to give them patrick queen um, he's a linebacker, played with the Ravens. He had three sacks, 66 tackles. He had 106 combined tackles, two fumble recoveries, two forced fumbles, two pass deflections, an interception. So he definitely did a lot of good stuff there. Another, He was a big part of that Ravens defense. And he was definitely a candidate to potentially win defensive rookie of the year. So I think he was definitely another guy. You know, people were talking about, but I think he should get a little more recognition. And I have the Chargers getting him. So I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to go Speedy Gonzalez, receiver of Alabama. I'm going Henry Ruggs. I loved Henry Ruggs in college. I think that he's a little overrated because he's so fast. Everyone thinks he's going to be so good. That's why the Raiders took him so early. I think he was a little, not bust, but because he was pretty solid. Two touchdowns, I mean, 452 yards. He was the number three, number two receiver, so he didn't play. He had his catches. They didn't have a great quarterback with Derek Carr. I still think he could, he could be a lot better with a better quarterback. And with someone on the Chargers team, they won't have Herbert, though. They would have Taylor. I don't know who they would have. But I think Henry Ruggs can be better. I'm going to take Henry Ruggs right here. I like it. And we're going to move on to the Saints now. And I'm going to have them sticking with Cesar Ruiz. Cesar Ruiz wasn't, didn't have the most impressive rookie year, but he, it definitely wasn't a down year for him. You know, he didn't start all 15 games he played, but when he did start, he was very effective in protecting either Breeze or Hill, but Hill doesn't need protection. He's he could do everything. But uh you know, he was a he was a solid guy. I'm not like saying he's gonna turn into a Pro Bowl center, but definitely a guy who could have value for the for the Saints if they, you know, continue to make the playoffs every year like they've been doing with James if they could do it with James Winston now. So I'm gonna go with the guy that the Charters took the pick before us. I'm gonna go Kenneth Murray Junior. Again, someone underlooked, no one really talked about him being that good. He wasn't really that good, if I'm being honest. He's one of these underlooked guys that actually wasn't that good. He was nothing special. One sack, I think. He had 68 solo tackles, no picks, no interceptions for a linebacker. These aren't great stats. He wasn't really that anything special. Just another hard, fast-hitting linebacker that the Saints can use because Alex Asloni isn't that good. So I would like Kenneth Murray, but he's not great. Okay, we're getting towards the end now. A few more picks. Now the 49ers 
I'm going to go with the guy you said a couple picks ago in Henry Ruggs. He was disappointing, as Jake mentioned. He mentioned 452 yards. The 17.4 yards a catch is really good, though, which I think really good. I'm going to keep saying that's really good, but... No, his numbers got to get up a little bit. You know, the amount of yards and catches and touchdowns needs to get up a little bit. He has the speed. needs. He has the hands. He just needs that consistency. And he can stay consistent. He could be a really good wide receiver for them. And I like him for the 49ers. You know, obviously they took Brandon Ayuk, but I think I would take Rose over Ayuk. So I'm going to go a different route. You took earlier. I'm going to go with a guy that was very overlooked and actually was phenomenal. I'm going to pack Queen. Caleb Von Chasen was under because this guy's what everyone saw in that LSU defense. This linebacker was phenomenal for the Ravens. He had a fourth fumble, I think. He had a pick, three sacks. He's he an all-around good linebacker. He does it all. I see comparisons. Someone like Demario Davis, maybe. He's just like another hard-hitting linebacker. I can do it all. He's athletic. He's fast. He does it all. He's a good linebacker. I would take him. Packers, now, they, they took Jordan Love, which I think we could laugh about. Aaron Rodgers won MVP. He's not playing anytime soon, Jordan Love. I don't know if he's ever going to play a game for the Packers. They might as well just trade him. But I'm going to go Kenneth Murray, who I think he said for the Saints. Um, but he was a solid guy for the Chargers. He, he's, he started all 16 games. He had three pass deflections, 107 total tackles in a sack. So he was decent, and I see him going to the Packers in our redraft. Who do you have? So I have Antoine Winfield, another very, very underrated defensive back who went to the Bucks. He was great with Jordan Whitehead. Those guys were just phenomenal at that defensive back safeties for the Bucks. I think that he was just a very, very good defensive back, and I think that I would take him. I don't know why he went so late. I'm taking him a little late too, but he is very underlooked, and he's good. Yeah, I'm going to – Go next pick with the Seahawks here, Antoine Winfield, the peace sign in the Super Bowl. I'm still laughing about that, but um, he he was really effective rookie for them. You know, he was a good gem they found in the second round, big part of their playoff run, too. I'm, I remarked earlier about, uh, you know, Werfs was a big part of their playoff run, and this guy was, too. You know, they brought in, they had some great rookies, and I think he would fit with the Seahawks if there was a redraft. I'm going to go for Jerry Sneed to right now we are at the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to go for Jerry Sneed. He's another underdog guy to that one said Chiefs. I don't think anyone looked at him because the Chiefs were so good, but he did have three picks, seven pass deflections, 31 tackles. He was good. He was a really good defensive back that came out of LA Tech. No one saw him. He went to, in the fourth round. I mean, geez, this guy went really far into the draft. No one saw him being good, but he was a good safety and played corner as well. He was good. So, we're speeding through these picks. Now we're at the Baltimore Ravens, who took Patrick Queen in real life. But in our redraft, I have him taking defensive lineman Alex Highsmith, who had a pretty good rookie year for the Steelers. You know, the Steelers have a really good defense. They have a lot of guys on the defense. Watts, just to name one guy. Um, Fitzpatrick, to name another. But, you know, he had an interception, two sacks, 48 combined um, tackles. And six QB hits. So, Alex Highsmith was a guy not a lot of people are saying. He, had a, he was a third-round pick, so he was pretty good. And I think he would fit well with the Baltimore Ravens. So, I'm going to go a running back 
but not Dobbins. They took Dobbins. I'm going John Taylor at Wisconsin. He was great in college. Just I don't think anyone saw me that good in the NFL. I'm going to add up his total yards. Rushing 1,169 and 11 touchdowns plus the 300 yards and one touchdown. That's going to make him around 1,500 yards and like 12 touchdowns. He's a good running back for Colts. He's going to play because Nyan Hines. And then he got injured. So John Taylor and then Hines got injured. And, not, and then Taylor played a lot. So Taylor's good. I don't like him going to the Ravens. So the next guy, he played for the Patriots. I think Jake might have to help me with the name here. Michael Iwanu. Um He was a really good gem the Patriots found in the sixth round, and I have him going to the Titans here in our redraft. He he was really impressive in protecting Cam Newton or Stidham, whoever played, even though Cam wasn't that great. Awanu was a really good hitting gem they found. And I think the Titans, you know, Isaiah Wilson, they took, he's not even on the team. He played like five snaps. This is definitely an upgrade. I'm going to go with Jake Tuck. I'm going to help them on Michael Onwenu. He on was Wenu. a very, very good offensive lineman for the pass for Daphne Cam Newton, who had a somewhat good year. They brought him back. I think Onwenu is pretty good for an offensive lineman. They took Isaiah Wilson, who got know where that guy is. He's just horrendous. Onwenu is pretty solid. I'm going to take him. Uh, so now we're at the Dolphins. I'm going to go with Jarius Sneed. You know, he wasn't the worst. You know, he had a pretty good rookie year. I'm not saying he's going to be amazing, but, you know, he had a pretty good rookie year for the Chiefs. You know, he had three interceptions in nine games, which is really impressive. But, you know, his tackle numbers aren't that impressive, but his sack numbers are with two, so, and three QB hits. So he was another hidden gem fourth round. So I think the Dolphins, instead of, Guy I butchered. I'm not, I still can't do his name. Noah something. So, uh, we'll go, we'll see what Jake has. So I'm gonna go with someone he took earlier by Saints. I'm gonna go Caesar Ruiz. He was supposed to be a great center. I think I wanted the Giants to take him early second round. He was very overlooked. People thought he was gonna be a great center in the league. He was somewhat good for the Saints. He protected Drew Brees pretty well, but he did allow some sacks. That's his downside. But I think he's a solid offensive lineman, solid center. Our second-to-last pick, we're almost done. This has been a long podcast, Jake. Um, so, the Vikings here, I'm going to go with Cameron Dantzler. Cameron Dantzler had a solid rookie year, and he's going to stay with the Vikings here. He had two interceptions in only 11 games, four pass deflections. He forced a fumble, and he recovered one. 46 combined tackles, so... He was a solid guy for the, the Vikings, and I see him staying there. And let's see what Jake has. I'm going to go with someone you took earlier on Alex Highsmith. An underlooked DT. No one saw him being good, and surprisingly, he was okay. On a great defense, number one in my opinion, number two maybe. Two sacks in 16 games. Solid as number two DT. He's definitely underlooked, underrated. I like him. Okay, we have made it to the final pick. This has been a very long episode, Jake. But... For my lineup pick, the Chiefs took Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They're going to stick running back. They're going to go JT, Jonathan Taylor. He was third in the league in rushing yards. He came out of nowhere. Well, he wasn't. didn't come out of nowhere. We expect him to be good. But third in the league, wow, that's really impressive. And, you know, replacing him on the Chiefs with Clyde Edwards, they could have won the Super Bowl, honestly. I think there was definitely a chance they could have won it. So I'm going to go. This is our last pick. And I'm going Cameron Dantzler. I took him earlier. Four pass flexes, two picks, one forced fumble, and only 11 games at Mississippi State. 
solid defensive back, and he's our last pick. So that's going to wrap up our redraft from our last NFL draft. And we'll see you guys next episode. Make sure to like and follow us. Maybe download, comment, switchpodcast.underscore. Then we're on Spotify. We're on really everything, Apple Podcasts. SoundCloud, we're on it all. Like, peace, guys. Yeah, more interviews coming soon with some big guests.